The Chinese want the metal out of the ground. They're moving forward very quickly. And when they get into the lower zone, the, our, our royalty payments are going are to go up substantially. Um, I, I believe this is a company-making event. Welcome to Proven Improbable, where we deliver mining insights and bullion sales in the form of physical delivery, offshore depositories, and private blockchain distributed ledger technology. Welcome to Proven Improbable. I'm your host, Maurice Jackson. Joining us for a conversation is David Cole of EMX Royalty, the royalty generator. Mr. Cole, welcome to the show, sir. Maurice, always my pleasure. Pleasure to have you back on the program today to discuss a series of accretive transactions that EMX Royalty has consummated that continue to reward its shareholders. Before we begin, Mr. Cole, for someone new to the value proposition, please introduce us to EMX Royalty and the opportunity the company presents to the market. You know, Maurice, we're the royalty generator, and royalties are phenomenal financial instruments. They are a slice off the top from metal production. Um, and, and so if you own a 1% royalty on a project, 1% of the value of the metal that's produced in that project goes to you. And the beauty of that is that it has embedded optionality. And that is exposure to additional discoveries, resource advancements, engineering advancements, etc. on that property to the benefit of the royalty holder at no cost to the royalty holder. So it doesn't matter how much money they spend on the project. None of those bills come back to the royalty holder. We just get the 1% or 2% or 3% of the production that comes off that property. And also, of course, because these are commodities, we have commodity price optionality as well. So as commodity prices move up or down, the, the payment structures for that uh, and the value that, that represents um, can go up and down in long-term history is for commodity prices to rise. So that combination of, of commodity price optionality, discovery optionality, and other aspects that add value to the royalty instrument makes royalties a really special thing and the way we create them is through generation where we go out and we acquire prospective mineral rights utilizing our geological skill sets add value sell those for cash shares work commitments in the ground and always a production royalty and we've been doing that for a long time we have 2.3 million acres of mineral right exposure we have over 69 i believe 69 70 royalties in the world something like that and uh, we've been successfully executing this business model for 16 years. It truly is a wonderful white, uh, value proposition. Let's get everyone up to date on the company's successes since our last interview, beginning in Turkey, where EMX Royalty hosts seven projects dating back to 2003, when the company exercised its application of in-region geological knowledge as an early mover in its execution on its prospect generation business model. Mr. Cole, take us to the Balaya lead zinc silver mine which was recently sold and where emx holds an impressive four percent royalty on the property what can you tell us about this transaction and its impact on emx royalty moving forward you know the Balia royalty maurice is an excellent example of exactly what we're talking about um, we acquired the Balia license from the turkish government for seventeen thousand dollars many years ago we immediately uh, uh, executed um, geological modeling and, and delineation of prospective areas within that project, sold it to a capable local Turkish company called Dediman Modangelic for $100,000 in cash. We got all our money back plus more and a 4% production royalty. Dediman went on to drill 59,000 meters of uh, core and delineate multiple ore zones that are lead, zinc, silver rich. 
um, on that property. And then they started a test mine and had small tonnage. And we've received some royalty payments from those. And now they got bought out by their bigger neighbor, Esson Bodangelic, who has a 5,000 ton per day mill. And that's transformative to us because now our ores where we have that royalty are going to go through the mill. And it was a district consolidation, which has substantial synergies. And we expect the, the, um, we expect the production on this property to go up marketably um, over the course of the next two years. And it will become a multi-million dollar per year um, annual cash flow and royalty at today's metal prices. Moving northeast, let's go to Serbia and discuss the recent developments at the giant Timok copper gold deposit where EMX holds a half percent royalty. Zijing Mining is advancing the Timok and they are moving in an expeditious manner to get into production. Take us on site and share the progress that Zijing Mining is making on the Timok. You know, those Chinese are metal hungry. <laughs> they, they, just, they, just, they just want, they cannot own enough metal. They continue to be on a buying spree around the world. They paid over a billion dollars to buy this particular asset. They have signed a memorandum of understanding with the Serbian government, whereby they will invest 474 million U.S. dollars into the ground to advance the upper zone, the upper high-grade zone within the larger deposit that's been found into production very quickly. We expect that to be in production in 2021. Based upon the feasibility study that was filed, um, our one half of one percent royalty there will pay 2.5 million U.S. dollars per year at today's metal prices, and uh, we're quite excited for that. That's a nice augmentation of cash flow. But here's where it becomes really interesting, and that is when they get into the huge lower zone. The lower zone is over a billion tons, a billion metric tons, of mineralized rock that is defined within a, a compliant resource um, at 0.99 percent copper with a nice gold credit. So over a percent uh, copper equivalent. And uh, that's going to be robustly economic in our opinion. Um, and the Chinese want the metal out of the ground. They're moving forward very quickly. And when they get into the lower zone, the, our, our royalty payments are going are to go up substantially. Um, I, I believe this is a company-making event. Let's take this conversation now to the United States. And let's visit Nevada. Back in mid-December, EMX announced that they had acquired a 19.9 interest in the Rawhide Gold Silver Mine. Can you walk us through how this might impact the future cash flow at EMX? So, as you know, Maurice, one of the things that we do that makes us special is we also make strategic investments outside of the royalty sector. So while our smart economic geologists and, and finance people are around the world identifying opportunities in the royalty space, if we see an investment opportunity that is so good that we cannot not do it, we will execute on that. And our track record on our strategic investments is fantastic. It's a 40% internal rate of return that's compounded annually after tax on invested dollar over our 16-year history. So that's, you know, it's because of strategic investing gains is why we have um, as much money in the bank as we've raised in the history of the company and no debt, um, in addition to the 2.3 million acres of mineral rights we have around the world. So so that, that sets the stage so you understand how it is that we've made the strategic investment because it's part of our business model. And when we're sitting here with a lot amount of, uh, large amount of cash and the capital markets are not robust right now in the, in the mineral sector, so consequently, there's a huge number of opportunities that are being shown to us. People want us to invest money into their project, their company, etc. And so we're being shown a huge number of opportunities. And we have a we have a team that's comprised of an engineer, metallurgist, geologist, um, finance guys, and we filter through those. And the vast majority of the things that we're shown, we fail. 
but occasionally one comes up, it's like, holy smokes, this is very, very, very interesting. I've personally been on site, toured the operation. It's an active producing gold mine. They're pouring Doré um, almost every day. Uh, there's a huge number of tons that they have on the pad already. And um, this, is a, this, this will have, um, in our opinion, immediate cash flow. We're expecting to have substantial cash flow from this. I'm not allowed to say the numbers until we put out a 43-101 compliant resource and production document that will define that. That's in progress. Um, but, you know, we, we, we're, we're very happy with this investment. It meets all of our criteria, and it's going to give us additional cash flow in the near term. Um, and we picked up the 20% of the Rawhide Mine for $3.7 million uh, U.S. Uh, that's, it, was a, it was a great buy. Quite, quite impressive. Uh, there are some uh, interesting developments nearby as well at the Leeville complex. What can you share with us there? So we've had the 1% royalty over Leeville. That's a producing mine for a number of years now. It's paid $13 million U.S. million to us already um, in the time that we've owned that, that royalty. Newmont was the previous operator um, for the years that we've that we've had that. Newmont's also a shareholder in EMX. They own about six percent of our stock. We have a good relationship with them. I worked for Newmont for eighteen years before I left to to uh, found um, EMX Realty Corporation. In fact, I was early in my career I was involved in discovery of of the legal deposits. And um, um, Newmont and Barrick formed a joint venture in Nevada where they pooled all their assets to to take advantage of the synergies. Uh, between the various infrastructure pieces that they had collectively um, in northern Nevada. And that joint venture company is called Nevada Gold Mines. And Barrick is the operator of that. So when Barrick took over operation of all the assets, including Leeville, as they managed Nevada Gold Mines, they came out with a new PowerPoint presentation where they were discussing the resource potential, and they, and they call it drill-indicated resource potential, um, on the Leeville property as well as other properties within the portfolio. Um, and in that document, and that document is publicly available on the Nevada Gold Mines website, they discuss Leeville in multiple multiple places within their PowerPoint presentation. It seems to be something that they're very bullish on. Um, and, and, and they delineate a large new zone that is drill indicated. And they show the, the assays from the drill holes. They show the stratigraphy with respect to where the gold mineralization is. And they talk about the total endowment of the whole region. We can extrapolate based upon the footprint of our royalty relative to the entire um, Leeville complex. And we would estimate that what Barrick is suggesting is that there's 10 million ounces in resource potential total. That would include the reserves, the resources, in addition to the drill indicated resource potential that they, that's the terminology that they use mm -hmm. um, on our property. And so we're extraordinarily happy about that. That's why we originally acquired that 1% royalties because we believe that there was excellent exploration and development potential on that property. I will point out that Newmont completed a $300 million new shaft to enhance the underground infrastructure within the Leeville complex um, a, a few years ago. Uh, and um, um, so, you know, it's a, it's a property that these very large gold companies take extraordinarily seriously. And uh, we're delighted to be a royalty holder on that. Finally, let's visit Alaska, where EMX took a strategic position in Millrock Resources to advance the formerly known Good Pasture Project, now known as the 64 North Project. Do you have any updates to share with us? Well, that, that, that's another example of us thinking laterally with respect to how to execute our business model, Maurice. And, um, you know, uh, Greg Beischer is doing a great job of running Millrock. He, he was out of money, and he had some excellent ideas about properties to acquire. 
um, based upon their astute geological acumen. And he came to us. He says, Dave, you know, I've got great ideas. I just need a few bucks. I said, you know, let's do it. So we invested money into his company at above the stock price pricing. So we got shares for doing that in addition to royalties on the projects of which they acquired with that money. And that put us in a situation where we ended up with 233,000 acre percent, which is the number of acres of mineral rights times the percent royalty, and the, the royalty percentages vary block to block. That map's available on the website, but it put us in a position where we've got a nice royalty over a, a growing gold district in Alaska. And then subsequent to doing that deal, we're delighted to be um, now strategic shareholders in Millrock. We think they do great work. Um, they've executed a fantastic deal with an Australian company where the Australian company is going to come in and spend a bunch of money drilling. I'm not sure exactly how much it is. I think it's $10 million uh, per year for the next three years. Um, it's a salient amount of money. Let's look at some numbers. Mr. Cole, please provide us with the current capital structure for EMX Royalty. So we're sitting here with $81 million in working capital as of our last uh, quarterly report. That's in Canadian dollars. That would include $74 million in cash, no debt. We have no debt in the books. Um, and uh, um, so, you know, we're in fantastic shape. That's roughly all the money I've raised in the history of the company, or in addition to our, our whole portfolio. And it's definitive. Um, that's, that's definitive that the business model works, right? We've got all the money we've raised in the history of the company, plus the whole mineral, right, mineral rights portfolio. You know, I've noticed something as well, Mr. Cole. A lot of insider buying. Can you uh, talk to us about who's buying shares? Well, um, <laughs> you know, uh, here we are um, with a substantial percentage of our market cap in cash, let alone all these great um, royalties and mineral assets we have around the world. And in my view, we've been substantially undervalued now for, for years. And that's why I've been in the market buying. I've been buying for four years and all my trades are reported, of course. Um, and, uh, um, you know, I'm just delighted to continue to increase my, my percentage ownership in the company. Um, I'm up to 4% fully diluted now. And uh, um, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm very bullish. I'm in on this. Well, it speaks volumes when you the CEO, the president, you're actively buying at current prices. That that speaks volumes to the market, and it certainly does for me. I too am an I'm an active buyer myself. Uh, looking forward, multi-layered question. Yes, sir. What is the next unanswered question for EMX Royalty? When can we expect a response, and what determines success? So one of the most uh, frequent questions that I'm uh, placed with right now is, what are you going to do with all the money in the bank? And you've seen a, a recent example. You know, we put three and a half million dollars to work by buying the twenty percent interest in the Rawhide Gold Mine, um, and we have a you know a plethora, plethora of other opportunities that we're continuing to uh, evaluate. And um, you know, we're focusing on current cash flow. We're focusing on cash flowing royalties and other cash flow opportunities to enhance our top line, whilst we're waiting for things like TMOC to come into production and Balia to come into full scale commercial production, which will occur over the course of the next two years and be transformative to our top line. And we would like to augment that sooner rather than later with additional purchases of cash flowing assets. That doesn't mean that it will for sure happen, but it, you know, it certainly is what we're looking for. So one of the main questions I'm asked is, 
how are you going to allocate that money? And and I can't I can't say how I'm going to allocate it until it's done. Mm-hmm. But our track record is good at, at allocating capital astutely. You certainly have a, a proven pedigree of success. Uh, so there's thank no, you for that. <laughs> well deserved, sir. Last question: What did I forget to ask? Well, you're always pretty good at, at covering the bases, uh, Maurice. But um, um, I can't think of anything specifically. Um, I will say that um, um, you were just like to see some of the traction that we've had in the marketplace over the course of the last few months. The stock price has performed nicely. I know I've got some new funds that are in there buying the stock that are looking for value situations, and I'm always pleased to see that. Mr. Cole, if investors want to get more information about EMX Royalty, please share the website address. That's emxroyalty.com. For direct inquiries, contact Scott Close at 303-973-8585. That number again is 303-973-8585. Or you may email sclose at emxroyalty.com. EMX Royalty trades on the TSXV symbol EMX and on the New York Stock Exchange symbol EMX. And just for the record, for the second year in a row, for every bullion purchase I make this year, I plan on matching in shares in EMX Royalty. EMX Royalty is a sponsor of Proven Improbable, and we are proud shareholders for the virtues conveyed in today's message. And as a reminder, I'm a licensed representative for Miles Franklin Precious Metals Investments, where we provide a number of options to expand your precious metals portfolio from physical delivery, offshore depositories, precious metal IRAs, and private blockchain distributed ledger technology. Call me directly at 855 505 1900 or you may email maurice at milesfranklin.com finally please subscribe to proven and probable.com where we provide mining insights and bullion sales david cole of emx royalty thank you for joining us today on proven and probable the information presented on proven and probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only without any express or implied warranty of any kind including warranties of accuracy completeness or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor. 